Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Coming up on 5-Minute News. U.S. outbreaks force early reversals on in-person learning. Taliban insists on airlift deadline amid new report of abuses. And no blindsiding Hochul vows as she takes New York's helm. It's Wednesday, August 25. I'm Anthony Davis. A few weeks into the new school year, growing numbers of U.S. districts have halted in-person learning or switched to hybrid models because of rapidly mounting coronavirus infections. More than 80 school districts or charter networks have closed or delayed in-person classes for at least one entire school in more than a dozen states. Others have sent home whole grade levels or asked half their students to stay home on hybrid schedules. The setbacks in mostly small rural districts that were among the first to return dampen hopes for a sustained widespread return to classrooms after two years of schooling disrupted by the pandemic. In Georgia, where in-person classes are on hold in more than 20 districts that started the school year without mask requirements, some superintendents say the virus appeared to be spreading in schools before they sent students home. More than one of every 100 school-aged children has tested positive for COVID-19 in the past two weeks in Georgia, according to state health data published on Friday. Children aged 5 to 17 are currently more likely to test positive for COVID-19 than adults. In some cases, experts say the reversals reflect a careless approach among districts that acted as if the pandemic was basically over. The Taliban warned on Tuesday that the U.S. airlift from Afghanistan must end on August 31st, ramping up pressure on an already chaotic evacuation as new reports of rights abuses fueled concern about the fate of thousands of people still trying to flee the country. A senior U.S. official said President Joe Biden is also committed to the deadline, though European leaders had pressed for more time. British Prime Minister Boris Johnson said the group of seven nations will not recognise a Taliban government unless the group guarantees people can leave the country if they wish, both before and after the August deadline, but appears to have failed in negotiation. The announcement set the stage for a chaotic endgame a day after the CIA director met with a top Taliban leader in Kabul. The extraordinary meeting reflected the gravity of the crisis and America's need to coordinate with the Taliban as it struggles to end a two-decade war against them. A Taliban spokesman told a news conference the US must stick to its self-imposed deadline for withdrawing all troops, saying after that, we won't let Afghans be taken out on evacuation flights. He also said the Taliban would bar Afghans from accessing roads leading to the airport while allowing foreigners to pass through in order to prevent large crowds from massing outside the facility. 
For now, the US military controls Afghanistan's airspace and the military side of the Kabul airport, where American and other NATO troops are helping people board evacuation planes. There have been no commercial flights in or out since August 16, the day after the capital fell to the Taliban, capping their rapid takeover of the country. About 21,600 people were flown out in the 24-hour period that ended early Tuesday, the White House said, reflecting a significant increase as the airlift accelerates. Kathy Hochul became the first female governor of New York on Tuesday, vowing to bring new energy and urgency to solving immense challenges, as she took over an administration criticised for inaction during Andrew Cuomo's distracted final months in office. At the ceremonial swearing-in on Tuesday morning at the New York State Capitol, Hochul promised a fresh, collaborative approach in state government. I want people to believe in their government again. It's important to me that people have faith, she said. She noted that she'd already begun speaking with other Democratic leaders who have, for years, complained about being shut out of key decisions and bullied by former Governor Andrew Cuomo, as well as New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio. There'll be no blindsiding. There'll just be full cooperation, Hochul said. She also thanked her big Irish Catholic family, including her two children and husband of over 30 years. Hochul, her daughter and daughter-in-law, wore white to honour suffragists who fought for voting rights. Over the next few months, Hochul, who was a little-known figure as lieutenant governor, will have an opportunity to reshape the way power works in Albany, where Cuomo dominated decision-making for years before being felled in a sexual harassment scandal. For generations, it's been said that all of the real decisions in the state government were made by three men in a room, the governor and the leaders of the state senate and assembly. Now, for the first time in state history, two of those three, Hochul and Senate Majority Leader Andrea Stewart-Cousins, are women. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app. Ask your smart speaker or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate and review online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health and climate, delivering independent, unbiased and essential world news. Daily. History is complicated. The story of human progress is long, messy, and riddled with controversies big and small. On Conflicted, we dive headfirst into history's most infamous events and contentious figures. We try and untangle the good from the bad, the fact from the fiction, and the monsters from the misunderstood. Was Genghis Khan a murderous butcher or a civic pioneer? Did the Allied powers go too far in firebombing the German city of Dresden at the twilight of World War II? And how did the Marquis de Sade acquire such a sinister reputation? And was any of it true? These are just a few of the tough questions we wrestle with and investigate on Conflicted. So if you love history or just enjoy a good story, Please join me, your host, Zach Cornwell, for a fascinating new topic each and every month. Conflicted, a history podcast, is available on Spotify, Apple, 
or wherever else you get your podcasts. I hope to see you soon.